0: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life.
1: No purchase necessary. BDW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV+ the global home of action sports, and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeart Radio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Stay free this week in your Xfinity Voice Remote.
2: The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write.
3: Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists.
4: Guess what decision we're about to make? Horrible decision. <laughs> <laughs> hey you little sweet horse. Welcome to
5: another episode Hi. of Hi. Horrible Decision. <laughs> Welcome y'all. I'm your girl Mandy V, aka Pitt the Stallion, aka Pegan Markle, aka Mandy Baskins, aka Dead Motherfucking Bitch
0: Maryland,
4: in the motherfucking city. What's up, y'all? I'm Weezy. Welcome back to another episode. Today, our guest is very legendary. Legendary! We have Cinnamon Love in the building. Yes! Do you still go by Cinnamon Love I for still, your sex ed work? Yeah, I still go by Cinnamon Love. I mean- You know, I, bitches be trying to rebrand. I
6: mean, it's been 29 years. I think the, re, the <laughs> rebrand was adding the last name Love like eight years in, but- I've been doing this shit for 29
4: years. Like, wow. there is
6: no rebrand.
4: <laughs> so I, I've known your name for a long time because, yes. <laughs> I mean, you're obviously such a well-known uh, adult film actress, but also most recently you work in sex education. What do you do? Yeah.
6: Yeah. I mean, um, so I've been teaching people how to rethink their pleasure. And, you know, I think a lot of people are super hyper focused on, on using porn as sex ed, but they forget that what they're watching is it's edited. Fake.
5: It's fake No, it's, it's not fake. Like, it's Some real. Of it is, right? I have mean, you read that
6: book,
4: Your Brain on Porn? I have not read the book, Your Brain do, on do Porn. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, but I know what you're talking about. Someone sent it to me. Shout out to Miko. And it's funny because it's a dude I work with. And I was like, this is weird. Does he think I'm an addict? Yeah. But it was so interesting to read because it was just talking about one of the things I've mentioned a horrible lot, how much more we need when watching porn. Yes. And I realized I do that. Like, if I'm watching maybe two... Like lesbians just scissoring. Then suddenly I need them to be more aggressive. Then I get into some weird hardcore shit. Then it's like, boom, boom, boom. It just levels up. Yeah. And my porn can't be normal anymore.
5: Yeah, I 100% it. know like watching gay porn is why I like eating nigga booty so bad. Yes. I love. Why I like yeah, eating I love, nigga booty. Nigga booty. Because i great.
4: Because I don't fucking <laughs> chapter title. I'm just
5: saying because I don't, you know, that's I don't deal with yeah. the pink dick. So it'd be like beautiful. My little brown chocolate starfish. But I know it's because I've, Grown like more of a fascination from with the male butt from watching gay porn. Yeah, and because like they're also like masculine, I don't have those hangups of of men not knowing how to clean. I'm also friends with a lot of gay men, like. The idea that straight men just don't know how to wipe ass is really odd to me because yeah. I deal with a lot of super clean men. Yeah, and so watching porn and seeing them taking some big old dick—I don't know why there this don't is Big no dick.
4: There don't i be no yeah, fucking kinda. niggas that take showers, and it's just <laughs> I love right, wow.
6: Right, like like if I walk into your house and your your bathroom is filthy. I'm not going to take my clothes off. I'm like not the I'm toilet. Not the toilet, like there was,
4: was was that The toilet. Was it hard?
6: Did you guys see the tweet? <laughs> yes. Where the
5: girls <laughs> the were bath. sharing,
6: guys? Yes.
5: Oh, my There's God. There's no way. There, there was a, a whole thread. And you know what? Let me ask you, because you've been around the
4: block. Mm. Let me know. Did you mean that like you, it sounded? <laughs> <both>. I know. <laughs> she's been around the block. She said I've been around, been around the block. block. But yeah, it's like 30 years. Cinnamon, not Jenny.
5: You know, so let me ask you then in dating and before having sex with someone, if you do go to someone's house, Mm -hmm. what are things that you will see that will be like, you know what?
2: Mm
5: -hmm. I'm not going to leave. I'm going to leave. I'm not interested.
4: The hard towel in the bathroom. Not the hard towel. (laughs) Oh my god. You're like, no, I know exactly what you're saying. You know what so I'm wow. talking about, right? So wise, so like so like it hasn't been washed. Like, you know what I mean? Or or not having towels,
6: not having like hand soap in the bathroom. Just a bar. Yeah, just a bar. It, yeah, just a bar. The bar or, yeah. or having like three in one, you know, like body sh- like body wash. Like, like, shampoo, conditioner and body wash. Yes. Now. Actually, there was a guy that I was seeing a couple a few years ago and I walked in his apartment, you know, like I walked in his place and I was like, this is not going to work for me. And I and I left. And then he hit me up and was like, what, what happened? And I'm like, well, I'm a woman and this is not clean. Like, like I'm not, it's not even about being bougie, but it's like, I'm not not laying down in your bed and taking my clothes off. If I have to worry about whether or not I'm going to, you know, the sheets are even clean. The sheets are even clean. Are they even clean? Are they even clean? clean? Like if you don't have, you don't have at least like, you
4: know, food in your fridge. (laughs) Like how I I need water after we have sex. I used to think that like, the things that I required from a dude's house had to do with money when I was younger. No. Because I had been very spoiled by good products and things men would have. And like, honestly, it's just not at all. Like, no. It's even adult, if a dude... Hygiene, it's it's hygiene, hygiene. It's just hygiene. hygiene.
6: There was one guy, there was a an actor that I dated back in the, like, very briefly back in the 90s. And he is the reason why I have the standards I do now around cleanliness with men because his house was so fucking dirty. Like, I didn't see it when we walked in because the lights say were the opposite. off. These
4: houses so great.
6: No. And then it's like when I, I got up to go to the bathroom after we had sex. And I was like, where the fuck am I at? Like, I couldn't even... I couldn't even sleep. Like, I literally started cleaning his apartment. Not because I wanted to, like, clean his apartment. I not, wasn't trying to be chose. Like, I couldn't even, lay, like, lay my head down. On I was like, wow. and, and it was funny because his mom came in in the morning. Like, she had a key. She came in in the morning and she was walking. Like, I was in the bathroom cleaning the bathroom because I wanted to take a shower. And I couldn't take a shower. Like, there was, like, food cartons everywhere. And it's like, and she was, so when she walked in, she was like, there's a, there's a, you, there's been a woman here. Like, do you have a girlfriend?
4: And That's I was like, and that was a problem. That was a problem. But after that- She should that, be embarrassed that her son that her is so, son mud, is so dirty. dirty. That's nasty. That's so and nasty. also there's a difference between filth and mess. Like, yes. I've yes. definitely dated messy guys where their laundry will never Closed get folded. everywhere. Mm-hmm. But
6: like filth is different. Filth is different. It was so filthy. And so because of that, I've never, like at this, like now I'm like, I walk in and I say, okay, like, what am I looking for? Like, is there, is the is it clean? First of all, do you have bath products? Are there clean towels? Is there water in the fridge, or at least a Brita filter, like something? (laughs) So because after we have sex, like I'm gonna want water. Like you don't, you shouldn't have to go make a run to the bodega to get water after we fucked. Like, how am I supposed to? Like you're obviously you better that (laughs) tap. I mean, New York water is is good. They got polio in the water. They got got polio in the water Water now. But polio is in the water. Yes, they got it from the water. No, no. Like people, you know, people don't oh. vaccinate their kids. <laughs> and now we got polio. Oh, polio is up in like the building really the same way like
4: COVID. Is that how people <laughs> catching building. polio? <laughs> <Food of water? laughs> I don't know why this just made me think of, I'm like, so I was like a really big hater before I watched it. The little baby doc. Mm-hmm. I was like laughing about, I saw people on Twitter talking about like, yo nigga's feeling inspired from the rapper's doc. Like you need a new man. But I watched it and it was really well made. Yeah. Even talking about politics, just the way it was filmed, like phenomenal. Yeah. But one of the things I noticed that I thought was so funny was how rich he is. How he, they've talked about how he's been rich forever, how he was a millionaire before he was rapping, but his house had a lot of empty parts. I'm like, this is such a nigga's house. House. Yeah. Like his closet, phenomenal. The sneakers, like, everything. And it wasn't dirty. It was just empty rooms in this mansion. And it's like, obviously, you can figure this out. But you know what niggas don't do? Think of interior design. They don't. You know what I'm saying? You just, like, bucket. Also, best thing, I don't know if you guys saw it, but uh, he was going to the Grammys with his son. And this, to me, I love watching black kids live in luxury and understand Mm -hmm. wealth. So they're going down the stairs, and they're dressed so adorably, and there's, like, a fountain underneath where the stairs are. And little baby drops his phone. He's like, fuck. And he's running to grab his phone. And the son goes, but don't worry, dad, you're rich. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's what I'm talking about. Right, right, I love that exactly. shit. But yeah, like really it has nothing to do with money. You went to an actor's house. It was filthy. It's just never like, again. niggas need to be elevated by never, women. Never, never, ever. Again. Yeah,
6: I mean, because if you have money like that, like hire a housekeeper. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to
4: live that way. Get your task, grab it on. Get a coupon code. Something. Now let's get to what we really want to know about the house shit. The whole so, shit. So, <laughs> I, I know about you from the era of here were my personal favorites. Not saying you weren't in there, but this okay. was like women that I feel like. I remembered because they were top dogs yeah. and then when you're like looking at their shit you find cinnamon love mm-hmm. like you were kind of in your own lane it, Pinky had her own kind of vibe but then I feel like Capri Styles Lacey Duval Cinnamon Love is what I Cherokee would to ask. Cherokee to Cherokee ass Cherokee was like p- yeah. because y'all all had a similar body type Capri <laughs> yep. Lacey you yep. right yep. Cherokee to ass was that Pinky like it's super so funny. fat naming like a bunch of people that I used to manage but go ahead <laughs> <laughs> So you did you, you did
6: management. I had a, yeah, I had a management company called Urban Eye Candy. Um, all of these people that you're naming, they came after I did. Right. So yeah. when I came into the business, it was Lana Sands, Janet Jackney. Wow. Roy, Persia, um Persia, um, sh- Champagne, Pandavas, like, you know, those, those were the people. Girl, that's were the generation. In the I, I only know Janet yeah. Jackmey and Persia. Yeah. Jan- so Janet, I, I came in after, after they did. And so, and then everybody else that you're like that, those early 2000s people came in after. Let's
4: talk about age, can we? Yeah. So you're 48, correct? Yeah, 48. So you started in 19? 93. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's fucking... When I was 19, I
6: was the very first black kind of like girl next door only because I, like, I looked like I was a minor, right? So when I came in a lot, most of the women outside of like Lana Sands and Janet Jackme had these like, these... Or late 80s, early nineties porn star bodies, which were the big huge tits. Yep. Little bitty. The bimbo face, look. No hips, no ass, because that's what was selling on the feature market. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's what the white men wanna see, right? So when I came in, I looked like I was scouted because I looked like I was barely legal. I was like the very first barely legal black porn star. Was wow. that
5: something that you were okay knowing that this was the fantasy I that was
6: you, you until were until I showed up? and there was a photo from my very first hustler magazine shoot that was that appeared in the movie Freeway with Reese Witherspoon oh my you god so for people who don't know freeway was to me was her best ever her best movie that she that ever did that movie was fire the movie was By fire already, I like and now points. i got to go back and look so there's a scene in the movie so so for the people who don't know it's like it's a red riding hood take right uh, it's a modern red riding hood take and there's a scene in the movie where um, they go to the house to, you know, to the killer's house and they cut the lock on a shed in the backyard and all this like child sexual exploitation material comes out and I'm watching the movie on, on, on DVD and all of a sudden there's this, there's this picture of me that comes like this flying out of the, and I'm looking, I'm like, wait, what? And I'm like, so I had to pause it and go back and i'm like they're using a picture of me for child pornography for child sexual exploitation material and i was like oh yeah no we got to do a rebrand like that was actually the re- when i rebranded because i was like this is not okay what does a rebrand not- look like for for in porn for for some, so for me like you know the porn industry doesn't have the same kind of like branding and marketing for performers the way that the music industry or the or film and television does so like if you think about like in in music you know, what you start like your Britney, Christina, Beyonce, you start off as a teen, yep. and then as you, you get girl. older, you get sexier, you get sexier. The, the tops get shorter, yep. the skirts get shorter, music gets a little dirty. So did you right? go in reverse? So well no, so I started off as a teen, but then because of the way the porn industry works, usually you age out. Yes. Right? Or it used to be that you would age out. So for me, what I did was I started shooting with companies that were also shooting playmates. Because like mm. so a lot of people were some of those companies. Um, well, like kink.com I shot for. They were one of the first a lot of photographers that I worked with. Like um, not, I'm trying to think of who I worked with. There's like I, Christine, Christine Kessler, um, Ashley Fontenot. Like there was a bunch of people that I that were shooting glamour models um, because the way that Playboy used to work is that the playmates could do they could do glamour and they could do kink. But they couldn't have on like uniforms or costumes. Right? Okay. And they couldn't do hardcore porn. So I could shoot with like fetish companies and fetish photographers because Playmates would also be on the platform. And then that way, their audience would also get to witness and see me. So that for me, like shooting with these kinds of photographers to, you know, allow my character to grow up, my on screen character to grow up and represent myself the way that I see myself, right? Not as, you know, a cheerleader, you know,
4: like whatever, like, you know, this This is like super interesting to me because we are in an era of OnlyFans and, you know, to have a conversation with someone that's been in the game so long and been able to keep up a career in sex work, whether sex at anything porn, like is really interesting to me. What do you think of this era in terms of like, how do they grow? I love it. I love it so much. I mean, first off,
6: there's nothing is there's nothing new under the sun. Right. Right. So way back when I think like 97, I danced in a peep show booth on 42nd and 8th. Oh, my God. Right. What's that? What would you doing? Shut Tell up. Tell me about the peep
4: show. We <laughs> were talking about this. Show. <laughs> the peep shows.
6: It was dope. I mean, it was one of my first trips to New York. I, you know, I, I met a guy at an AFTI's in L.A. And he the next day he was like, I'm going to New York tomorrow. I was like, I want to go. So he got me a ticket and I came to New York, but he lived in Long Island. He lived in Hempstead. And I was oh, like, but that's far. <laughs> that's <gave it>, that <laughs> giving Jersey. No, it was far. Yeah, so I, I was like, million. let me find my way. How do I get into the city? <laughs> right. And so I, you know, I came, I came into the city. I met an agent. I, you know, made some calls. There was, you know, a New York um, porn no, agent, it, porn, and, agent. Okay. porn agent. And he booked me to dance at this. It was a, it was a, you know, like a sex shop video store on I think on that one's still Ave. open. And it had peep show booths in the back. So I, you know, I had never done that before. Like I worked in phone sex before, but I, you know, you go into the booth. I was about to say, break down what you were working. So uh, this, you, so the you go into these little booths and it would be like a little tiny, like octagon. So is it
4: just you and one of the persons? It's person? just
6: you. And okay. then the other person is sitting behind a glass yeah. screen on the other side. But you cool, see right? though, they would, and you could see them. So they would put, like coins, coins in this the... This is still
4: available in New York, by the way. Yeah. It, would, it doesn't necessarily... They're not in there, but you can see it. It's yeah. It's on 8th
6: app still. Yeah, you, you would go... They'd put the coins in the machine and the curtain would come up and then you would dance. And so the way they taught me was like you would slowly... Mo- you would move and you would kind of like start to and dance around. Then they got put start to say, coins. Then and they in. Have to put more how, coins how, in. How long did they get per coin minutes it would be like you know I don't remember the exact amount but I would say it was kind of like like three dollars for three minutes or some something something along the line making I was making it wasn't a lot like it would be like maybe 200 300 a night but it was it was one of those things I was the only black girl that was there and so it's like they were there was a little bit of you know it was a a nice constant flow can you you could see them I could see them on the other side, and so they would—they would would be jerking off. Oh, they would be jerking off, and so—but when I say everything, there's nothing new. It's the same thing with campsites, except that now they use their credit card instead of a
4: coin. I, I have to make this like point. You're not that old, no. The fact that you were in a coin booth in a coin booth. Nuts. In a coin booth. That's nuts. It's nuts. It's nuts. Like, like that should sound like a hundred years, 100 ago. years ago. I
6: know, but it's but it's wild. It's like this is pre-Giuliani, right? Where this where yes. this, all the sex shops still existed over in New on, York in New York. Yep. And so like, but to be able to even think about the fact that I had that experience, right? Like that I could go to a peep show booth and, and work. I worked in a phone sex bank for like two days. In a
4: bank? What's it like Wait, there? What is
6: a phone sex bank?
4: No, Not like no. telemarketing. Yeah. Yes, like telemarketing. telemarketing. So
6: back in the day when... Did they find you in the Yellow Pages? They didn't find me in the, in the L. Imagine pages, if somebody yeah. doesn't know what that well, is. Well, actually, actually, oh, my first, my first time ever working, like seeing people in person, I worked out of the L. A. Weekly, which was it was in and 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 also which still, exists. which still exists, and also there were other like you would see in you know in L. A. You see the the red boxes in New York too, but you see the red boxes on the corner that have all the DVD. free papers. Yes, all oh, the red. Oh, and they have the free papers. So there were there were escort newspapers that, like in LA, like you would pay for your
4: ads. Those are like the, the gay newspapers nowadays. You they're you the gay that? papers
6: now. Yeah. But that was, that was, those were the kinds of things like when I, I'm actually, I'm shooting a documentary next month for a and I'm for Vice rather on um, on sex before the internet. And so, so these are some of the types of wow. things that I, that I, I had an opportunity to do that just that nowadays people would be like, what you were, you were advertising in the paper. I mean, we used to advertise in the back of the New Yorker. You know, so for for a sec, you know, for escort. I mean, but also your videos were put to like VHS, VHS,
5: and they had to buy and it DVD that way, in DVD and
6: Blu-ray and,
4: and streaming, was, like and, yeah.
5: And so even yeah, when you did it, it was because you said 93? When ninety-three.
4: Because when you started, that was before also the,
5: before the internet, literally yeah, with
4: escorting in papers. Yeah, I can't imagine how terrifying because. With the internet, you could see what it looked like. You could maybe Google some. Yeah, was the pictures in the in the papers. We, you could do either
6: you for herself. You could do, for myself, I could either put an ad. It was like a hundred dollars to put an ad up with a pay, with your photo and a description, or it was like sixty dollars to put an ad with just like your just text. And
5: just Craigslist was also our Craigslist, modern
4: version of that,
6: right? Craigslist was the modern
5: version of that, and but, not even but the same way. Craigslist, not all of the posts had photos, right? Sometimes you had to email. If you were inquiring, then get a photo,
6: or yep. it would all be blurred faces. Yep. Was your face blurred in no, on these papers? My face was not, but there was no blurring like oh, option. I mean, you up. could you could put a picture of like that didn't Cut show off. your. what did you do? You would mail your picture. No, you would go to the you'd go to the office and, and they would scan like, it. And no, you would just you would yeah you would give them whatever you want because there was email, I, you know, but but not like in I want to say there something. was email. Hold on, so yeah, I don't think how there did was you email, how, how did you protect yeah. yourself from getting arrested? So I was really fortunate that when I first got into the business, there was, um, I think I was like maybe, maybe two, well, it was two, I was like a year in, I met, I was on a set and I met a woman who actually thought that I was somebody's kid's sister that the director and studio owner allowed to be on the set. And she Google like, cuss, she like cussed him out because she was like, you're gonna get us all arrested. And then she, when she found out that I was actually talent, she was like, wait, what, you're, you're, you're a performer? Like, how long have you been doing this? What have do you dance? Like, what's the story? So, she was the person. Her and her roommate—they were the people who taught me how to be a hoe. Like uh, they, they, they taught me how to walk in six-inch stilettos to the beat of music. They t- showed. They went took me to buy my first pair of thigh high. You movies. do look really young. Kids. I look looking really, at this really picture of you, the one with glasses on. That one wasn't. That's like in the two thousands, though. That's like milf porn. Well, not. This okay. is why you, I'm trying to find your. You, I see My the baby girl. face. Put this look, one. Look
5: for. Yeah, no, that's that's all. Put put 1900s. 1900s. <laughs> put the, um, put
4: the 1900s. I'll have to show you some stuff, girl. Does your booty grow and then get smaller again and yes, then grow? Yeah.
6: <laughs> you know, you lose weight. You I was know, like, because we know had, it ain't
4: Photoshop back the then. Yeah. How many yeah. scenes have you done? Like 250. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Look at this one we're looking at. Let me describe the this to y'all. Machine. There is, right? There is a, you are tied to, it, there's cups over your tits. What? Like literally cupping like someone does on the back. You're strapped up by the wrists and the stomach. And a magic wand. A magic wand some, a woman's using on you. What's the wooden thing underneath? It's That's a, the fucking machine.
0: I'm sorry. Say that one more time.
4: The fucking machine. <laughs> Here, oh. and I don't want to get it on YouTube. Yeah.
0: That's fine.
6: Oh, okay. fucking, fucking machine. Yeah. It's a machine that has the, um, that had a dildo attached <coughs> to it. I saw and it and on you, real it, sex. Yeah. You, you turn it on and it, it fucks you for the person. How many scenes have you done? Like 250 actually. And it really, it's, I probably did like maybe 150 scenes and then there's like a hundred, like, you know, mixtape.
1: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast
0: That's chumbacasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. BTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine tingling shows on AE Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hi Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates, young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening.
3: Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited time bundle for just 49 dollars Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com.
4: I have a few questions, too, about, like, money. So I did an episode, um, I have a show about business. Of sex, no really, sex stories, just finance on it. Yeah, and we went to um, Evil Angel where they talked about legacy studio like rates and how mm-hmm. girls get like two thousand dollars, the big yeah. stars, and uh, and they're like, well, OnlyFans girls obviously make more, but they want to do film so that people will see their face and then go to their OnlyFans. I, I disagree with that. So I yeah, I wanna... yeah,
6: I disagree with that because like it used to be back in the day, you had like the the dancers would go to the big studios to the shoot dance horn the strippers like strippers would go. would go to the big studios like an, like the legacy studios yes stormy
4: and they, used to do that yeah
6: stormy everybody used to do that so because the, you would go dance for the you would shoot for these companies so you could get box covers and then the box covers would allow you to go back to the strip clubs to feature i like to describe like for people who don't understand what that means yep. it's like when uh when a when a rapper tours you know you know tours all the concert venues. I've seen Marie love in a strip club like that net. years ago like yeah yeah that that's kind of the way that that's the way that the the feature dance circuit works so but the the thing is like you don't need that anymore you don't need a box cover because instagram is
4: your box cover instagram now right so whereas before you had so to work for a company. So it's kind of still the same thing, though, because OnlyFans is just a strip club now where you can make that money. Right. And
6: it's your own. You make the money and it's your own. But it's like, you don't. but if you can do the social media marketing
4: and you get the followers, why do you need to shoot for a company to get you a don't. box cover? You don't. What were the rates like back then? Because he said a top girl today is getting
6: 2500 So when I started the going rate for like, you would get a lot of money, like 1500 to 2000 for your first couple of scenes. And then after that, like the, you know, blowjob scenes were like $300, $500 for, you know, 500 to 800 for a, for a boy girl scene, girl, girl scenes were usually a little bit less. Um, But then you, you know, when I think about, you know, anal scenes would be like maybe 12 to 15 or, you know, something like that. But, it's and then you go up depending on how the many people are like the course. game okay. banks. What's and the most like that.
4: you've made and was that like your most brutal
6: The most did I did you ever, ever do ghetto gaggers? I did not do ghetto gaggers.
4: Okay. And, and Tell me actually, why. Because they're racist. Tell, let's talk about what ghetto gaggers is.
6: Yeah. So ghetto gaggers is a they are a company that is run by white men. They also they have a another website called Latina Abuse. And they basically mm-hmm. they they basically like they it's they they consider themselves extreme hardcore porn, but really, what they do is they fly women in from wherever they are on like overnight flights. They get them to a studio in. They take them straight to the studio in the middle of BFE, Jersey. They have them. They don't get them checked into a hotel first, and then they put them in this in these compromising position, where it's like they're they're giving them pizza and like like stuff that's really greasy. And then they have, they film them going through their checklist of all the different things that they're okay with and the things that they're interested in doing. And then they start shooting the scene, right? So the woman has already signed a release form with a full stomach stomach and they have them, they shoot these scenes with them where they are literally just trying to make them throw up. And so, and I've seen, I've seen scenes where, they had a girl throw up in the in a dog bowl and then poured it on her head. Right, I saw and, that one. And it's and it's 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 really you can tell like even if somebody's interested in hardcore, really hardcore, extreme like BDSM, that you can see the look on someone's face in their videos when, when they When go oh, from the
4: captions are like making the bitch cry, like
6: yeah, and it's so fucking. And you can see that where they go from I'm okay with this to I'm what, scared. What the fuck did I just... Like, what the fuck did I get... For? What yeah. I sign up for? And because they've flown them out, they don't have a hotel room. They're... It's like they don't check them into the hotel until after the scene is over. So they're literally like, you know, it's, it's coercion. Yeah. Like, okay, you know I have saying? to tell
4: you guys about how... Why I asked about ghetto gaggers. I was asked to do a short documentary series on violence in porn. And this was a few months ago. Right after shooting Sex Cell season two. So I was like, oh, Ghetto Gaggers is the worst I've ever seen. Yep. We've got to talk about that. All of them are going to be a little bit older to where they could probably talk about it and be done with it. Right. I had to go through the site to find the girls that I wanted to work with. I could not even finish it. Yeah. And I said, yo, I'm not the person for this. It was right. supposed to be educational. And it, um, uh, it, No, no, no. The doc we were making, oh, by the way. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which it was, I'm sure. But I was like, I don't think I could do it. It mm-hmm. was taking me to a place that was so it's violent. difficult. And you're right. Do You watch this. I don't even know how it's still up. And you know what's yeah. crazy? How cancel culture exists, right? You think about this Tiffany Haddish, Ari Spears thing that's going on. Mm-hmm. How did this skit exist? It's gone now. That's going to happen to ghetto gaggers. I don't know when it's going to happen. I don't it know how it, right. it. Yeah. But found a girl I wanted to interview. Started watching it. The look, the comments. Yep how they increasingly enjoyed her getting more upset. Oh my God, bro. Like I don't even know how it's still legal. And now dog fart Yep, is a company. Same shit. So I like Bukaki porn. So d- when I type it in, I find a lot of dog fart. Yeah. Which is literally them wearing Confederate flag shirts, fucking yep. women on trash cans. Like yep. it's so crazy. They tried, they tried to get me to shoot for
6: that Confederate flag shirt like seeing like it's like a it's like a blow bang with the guys wearing the confederate confederate flag t-shirt and they use black women and they use black women and i was like no i'm not doing
5: that and
4: latinas i actually want latinas and i I wanted to
6: ask you about that because you coming
5: in as the girl next door a petite a a more Mm -hmm. petite body not not me making up words but a more petite body (laughs) did you start off with white men because we've also and we've talked to porn stars that said That they stayed there because once you fucked a black man in porn, your rate would go down.
3: Did you experience
5: that as well coming
6: in early on? No. What was that like? So, so two things. The reason why a lot of white women wait to shoot with black men later is because back in the 80s and the 90s, when when white performers would have to also do the feature dance circuit, most of the strip clubs that would have like chains of stores. So like Deja Vu, a lot of their stores would be oh, yeah. across the Bible Belt and across the Midwest. Okay. And so if you were a white performer, you could not tour those strip clubs across the Bible Belt. Uh, they wouldn't book you. Wow. Because if because- you had had sex with a black guy.
5: Wow.
6: so Fuck wow. wow. the fact that your pussy's all, all over like, the internet.
5: I, I mean, all of yeah, a exactly. I've got a, a black guy. mean we was with the Bible building. Shot of me is He's okay, really but not. Ain't. In some places, it's not. In some places, like so Texas, saying, it, like, it was legal wow. a few years ago. Fucking the ass, but but don't be
4: yeah. Huh? But don't don't, but don't, fuck, but don't, don't,
3: like don't fuck
6: no black guy. Wow. And so and so a lot of like when I came in, a lot of the women were told uh, the white women were told if even if they were fucking black guys in their personal life, even if their boyfriend was black, they were told to wait. And hold their first scene with a black guy for later when their career would start to like ebb and flow. Like so that way they wow. could they could charge the most money for their first scene with a black guy. Right. So and actually up until 2020, when the porn industry had its Black Lives Matter moment, which is a whole nother conversation. But th- we it was up until then that there was an industry wide decision to not charge, like to not allow agents to charge more money for a white girl's first scene with a black dude. Which is nuts. And, they're, and they're doing
5: that now with, with gay men that if you top, the longer you top, mm-hmm. the more the fans want to see, see you bottom. bottom. Wow. And yeah. so like, I know yep. so like, I'm cool with all the OnlyFans niggas now. So we be talking because <laughs> I follow them all too. Bring them on but here. I know not all of them have- live here. Yeah. But we were talking about that. Well, one lives in Vegas. We We, we got to work. I know a few. And now Zeus then hired them all to fucking fall in love with Bobby Light. <laughs> so now all them niggas getting famous. And I'm like, I don't want to hear you talk. I just wanted to see you bent over. Right. But they were telling me how even if they're versed in real life, the longer they yep. stay atop in gay porn, mm-hmm. the, higher, the, the higher they can charge whenever they do bottom. Yeah. Like literally, I watched one guy do it and they added all the like th- thematic music of the dick finally going in this top's ass and it's crazy it is nuts I haven't saved in you my know, notes you know, it's, it you know you. what's
6: so crazy is that like when I came in it's like you know there there was no equivalent to the black dick rate for black women That's right? there's nuts. none it's like you basically as a black woman you're expected to come in or a Latina you're expected to come in doing everything right so you know even you they, couldn't they, say no I mean, not that, not that you can't say no, but it's there's just an expectation. It's like, of course, people ask you, like, what do you know? Do you do anal? Do you do DPs or do you do group sex? Like, you know, all of these, they ask you what you do. But there's no different, there's no, there's no, Big, you know, black dick rate for black women, and the reason the black dick rate existed is because there's this—it's the stereotype of black men having bigger dicks. Yes, and even though you out, or what. right. Even though uh, there's white guys in porn that have big dicks. Yeah, like do you know what I'm James saying? James had so,
4: that big the white boy I used to play, he was big.
6: Manuel Ferrera has a big has a big ass dick. He like does. you know. And it's like there's no—I was never all Manuel. Girl, he ain't white.
4: He's from he,
5: Spain.
6: He's, he's, he's spicy. White
5: he's presenting. Spicy white presenting. That's a spicy white. He's Spanish. He's Spanish. He's Spanish. Like, that ain't white. But that's
4: from Spain. That's like, spicy he's white, 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 but that ain't
5: white. 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 Oh, white. I
6: mean, it's still. Now, have you said Manny, <laughs> but that motherfucker oh, named Manuel. <laughs> but, do, but you know what I'm saying? It's like, there's no, there's no, there's no special rate for him. There's no, right. i worked with Rocco Saffredi. There's no, there's no bi- special big dick rate for, to fuck Rocco Saffredi, And he has a huge dick. You know wow. what I'm saying? But so it's, It's a there's a there was always this this fucked up way that they would you know make it seem like it's like always just because of the black guys like and I did like I did a scene for Vivid with Shane Diesel and Richard Mann two of the once they got out of their con their individual contracts I was shooting a scene for um for um Rough Sex Two for with Tristan Termino and she was like what's one thing that you want to do and I was like I want to do a hardcore BDSM scene with you know BDSM scene with hardcore sex with two with, you know, with a group of black guys, right? I wanted these two black guys who are known for having the biggest dicks. Their whole careers, they were put with only little, tiny, petite white girls, right? Because to fit the stereotype. I want that um, big black dick. Of the, you know, and I'm like, I want I want the big black dick. And I also, I brought in another black guy, this um name. Wait, um, so Orpheus, you went from black, two to three? I, Orpheus, it was, it was I remember Orpheus. Him. I brought in Damn, Orpheus. Orpheus. Orpheus was my... Yeah, Orpheus was my uh, was my top for the scene. I created this really dope ass scene where I was like, I wanted to do domestic service. I had this latex French maid's outfit on with a with a like a do porn like
4: you have to do a porn treatment like film
6: for some films. For some films. I love definitely. a good storyline. I love a storyline. I, so, story I love a good story storyline. Right okay, okay, so, yeah. so yeah, so I had they I talked. I had this, um I had this idea that I wanted the guys like all in like a shirt, you know, shirt collared shirts, playing pool. I was gonna do, you know, be serving drinks, and then I would spill a drink on one of the guests. So that my top would have to discipline me, and then part of the discipline was to loan me to his his boys. It's giving so, you don't even want the money at this point. <laughs> now you, <laughs> you wanted, wanted this. I money. wanted I wanted the money to. I mean, well, you know, it's like I get turned on by by getting paid to have sex. Right. That's my she that's my cash rules everything around me, everything cream. around me. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was really dope. So we got to do some knife play and some fire play, and and also I got fucked by Shane and you know and Richard, and it was dope because. Here's two guys who are known for having that, like they're like twelve plus inches, and to be able to, I was like, nah, I want to show that black women can also do take all Dick. of the oh. big
4: dirty things Yeah, take <laughs> dig, do all the dirty nasty shit. Like, I mean, my whole well, not even was, that. The BDSM having black men engaging in BDSM, right? As it's super a, hot. It's having black
6: people engaging in BDSM. I mean, that's why we have the show because we oftentimes
5: look at BDSM and all those things, kinks. As white people shit. That's white what we shit. started the pod saying, and there are so many black people that truly enjoy are into it. Yeah, it's it like really wild
4: it. to like fig- find that. And also, I remember we had an episode where we interviewed this guy who was like, "I was telling this story about how someone tied me up and blindfolded me. He was like you let a white man do that to you, and I was like, you know how difficult it is, like me and yeah. black men, and them kind of wanted them to get that way nowadays." I, yeah, actually, that was only an episode six years ago. I actually think yeah. it's different now. It's different now. Oh, I think yeah. it's,
6: I think that, and I think that people like King and Jasmine have definitely moves, the move yeah. that forward. I mean, there were always people doing, like Black people doing, you know, involved in the BDSM scene. Mm-hmm. But like when I shot, I was the very first per- like Black person to shoot for Kink.com that scene that you pulled up with the fucking machine was for kink back way back in the day wow. but when and when i shot for them the, my first scene for them was actually with the owner of the company because and he was he pushed back so much about hiring me because he was terrified of the of the social pushback of putting a sub? black of, of putting a black woman in bondage and and like you know or in a cage like he was really afraid was there pushback though from <laughs> No. <laughs> hell no I mean I mean there was I got pushed back on forums like there were some some porn forums back in the day where people of course were like oh she's setting the black race back 50 years like nigga what like no. how am I sh- how am I setting the black like, it's sex it's not like like I'm not actually do you feel like being I'm not somebody's slave of, like the like, Mia I'm being, Khalifa
4: conversation the Mia Khalifa conversation like, tell me more tell me more actually this is interesting so I talked about this with a mutual friend of ours. That thing we were both asked to do, there, there's a platform that wanted to interview people about sex. And they asked me what I thought of Mia Khalifa. But they told me that earlier that day they were going to talk to Cinnamon. Oh, yes. we. Yes. I said, i gonna be honest with y'all. We all know Mia Khalifa's story already. Yeah. She wore the hijab. It was only a few scenes she did. Now she's a millionaire. People hated her. They wanted to kill her. Like, not saying it's not fucked up, but... Yeah. And we heard on- this story where she was on daytime television. And now she's on OnlyFans. And How are we not going to talk to the black girl that is older than her with a longer standing career that's probably got more stories? Bro, they were all on the Zoom feeling stuck. Did they tell you that? Uh, yeah, no. they. Oh. Yeah, they told me. They, told they were me like, that okay, you well, bro, they talk. crossed her off the list after I said that. And it's like something and then, that and I and think people just it. don't really, they're not really conscious of. Yeah.
6: and then And then they ghosted. But but that's another story for another day. But but I think that there's you know people are always looking for this. um, They're looking for uh, you know stories that fit a certain narrative. Yep. And so like for me, like you know I, I that platform like last year, and I actually told them when we first got on the call that you know I was really glad that they reached out because last year they did a show. Where they were regurgitating some very swirfy language and some Christian conservative, like talking points around how porn harms women, as if we are not women, also, those of us who are doing this work. And it's like, I think a lot of people don't, they don't, people don't understand where some of these misconceptions and, you know, about porn come from, right? You've got, you have, you know, right wing. Christian conservative organizations like Nicosi who swear that if you are black or brown or, or queer or trans or disabled or poor, that you your your you know proximity to white supremacy makes it, you know, and, you know, systemic oppression makes it to where you can't actually choose to do sex work. Right. And it's like. So are you saying that poor people can't don't have choice? Like you're saying that if you're and and what they're basically doing is they're taking, you know, like iconic black feminist theory from like the Kahambi River Collective, who 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 said that, you know, our intersectionality is in direct relationship with capitalism. Right. So and it's like, yes, that's true. But that doesn't mean that we don't have choice. Like, there's mad people who were survivors of sexual violence who don't choose to go into sex work. There are people who are poor who choose to work retail and, or work at McDonald's or whatever, as opposed to going into sex work. It's not, it's your, 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 your proximity to capitalism. Like, cap, we all have the right to survive capitalism by any means necessary. Right. Like, do you know what I'm saying? And it's like, so why should that not be a choice? It's like, there are a lot of people who can't maintain traditional employment, can't find or maintain traditional employment, or who just don't want to.
4: No, like, these jobs don't pay a to living wage. is rage. a real thing. Like, I've definitely felt, for one, I've definitely had sex with someone for rent money and mm-hmm. not have wanted to do it. But I'm also a hypocrite because I can remember the top moments where I didn't need to fuck that nigga for money, but knowing that he was going to give me some money felt great, and so I agree. Great. kind of agree with, like, being turned on by it. There's a lot of moments like when I was thinking back and we were having a conversation recently about, you know, you talking through therapy. The two things I had discovered through therapy were, one, forgiving myself for those moments where I did have to fuck for money. Mm-hmm. And then the other ones where I was like the guilt I had because I did kind of like it.
6: Well, and here's like, the thing. Why though, am I, but here's, here's the thing. Why should you have to forgive yourself for the things that you chose to do in order to survive capitalism? right because your the other option is what to be on the street Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, there's, you shouldn't have to forgive yourself for the choices that you made. Nobody is going to tell somebody, oh, you know, you should forgive yourself for when you had to take that low pay, low-wage job in order for you to, in order for you to fit your, to pay for your kids, you know, for whatever. So why should you have to forgive yourself for the choices that you made when you, when you had fewer options, But also
5: people don't believe that sex workers have a choice. Right. Which where... Like to me, if I'm fucking because I have to pay my rent to me. Yeah, there was some choices that I made that I probably wouldn't have made had the money been there. But I also have friends that have been in relationships where they didn't have to do anything sexual for money. And they chose to like, it's like they 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 missed it. They fiend off it. I had a it's friend who literally hot. was engaged, hot, living yeah. with her partner, lied about what she did for a living and would travel. Engaged, engaged lived with her nigga. And said that she was like a wedding planner or something. Mm-hmm. Would travel to New York, would travel to D.C., would travel to all these different cities and be on Eros. Right. And literally. Oh, my God, I forgot about Eros. And literally stay on Eros, like, for the weekend mm-hmm. and make all the money. And then take come it Come back down, home and right. take it back home to yeah. her husband or her fiance. Did he ever find out? Where she played. Um, no, he. she did find out because, of course, with clients. You, you start getting repeat customers. Right. So one of them ended up really liking her. And so he ended up just finding the messages between them two. So it seemed more like a sugar daddy relationship mm-hmm. than God. what she was really doing. And since they handle and, it. <laughs> and he was really, he got, yeah, I won't say how bad it got. It got really bad. They're no longer together. But yeah, she got caught that way. Mm-hmm. But they were together. For like seven plus years wow. yeah. and we would hang out and sometimes I'd go and hang out with her at the hotel. She'd be like, yeah, girl, I got a client coming. So you can either go downstairs, you <laughs> could go downstairs and or I'll come back. back unless mm-hmm. she did like a, a dinner date, which would be like eight hours. So I we would just hang out. Date. The dinner date, she would get paid so much money for the dinner date. It would be like a half night. Mm-hmm. She would go out to dinner, get paid to do the dinner. And she did a lot of girlfriend experiences. Mm-hmm. So, but Long story short, I say all of that to say, even though she had a partner that loved her dearly, they lived together, they were planning a family together. She was like, I like doing this. And this is what, this is what I'm going to do. This is my yeah. choice. This is how I want to make my money. I don't want to jive. It's That's hard just when you have money. to lose
4: your person for... Yeah. Also saying quick money, it's, it's interesting because I had a conversation with a dude that I used to fuck with who used to sell dope. Mm-hmm. And he was telling me how... Bro, like it's so crazy now. Like he owns it's like a construction thing or something. And he was like it's so crazy now. Like everybody be like, Oh, you make six figures. He's like, Nigga, I'd make six figures a month. And he's like, Yeah. And he's like, You know what's crazy? More than I miss fast money. He was like, I miss being in the streets. I had bad fun. I had bitches. It's a lifestyle. And I was telling him, like, oh, I was a seeking arrangement little hoe. I kind of missed that shit. I remember like not a bad, scary nervous. I, w- I wouldn't say that. I never really felt unsafe. Um, I've had maybe one or two scenarios, but for the most part, I felt I felt like I was having fun. And uh, I remember getting dressed up for dinner and how it felt. Mm-hmm. And like, ooh, this guy's so excited to fuck me. But maybe I won't fuck him. I'm going to just keep getting this allowance money, yeah, which right. is kind of crazy because the allowance money thing on Seek an Arrangement, it, it they, is bullshit. They, they prey on, on young women. They do. They do.
5: Oh, yeah. I was getting older and I was like, mm, I'm in school. I'm 22. Yeah. no, bitch
6: was 26. Right.
5: They
4: are <laughs> <were coming laughs> a dream, People bro. bro a I dream. A dream. But I was in college. I was a non-traditional yeah. student. Please. Bro, I started making, like, I realized, because, like, I knew I was going to go to college, but I wasn't really passionate about anything, particularly in college. I couldn't figure it out. And I was really, like, oh, I'm going to have to really do this up for this thing. Mm. Like, just my little, my parents, are starting. Help <laughs> me. That's I don't know.
6: What <laughs> the fuck do you want to hear? I, I love a good dinner date. Like, I had, um, a couple of months ago, I, I met some, well, I met someone new. He's, you know, new a new regular client, and we did, um, you know, he flew into New York. I took, you know, we went to one of my favorite black-owned restaurants in Harlem. We went to, di- you know, went to... Are Hattie you going to the name? The, the restaurant. Yeah. Um if you don't want to share your spot, don't I, share No, I'm not gonna share it because I don't want people, yeah. I'm not gonna share it. Don't but want we went but, to, but we went to but we went to the spot, we had dinner, we went someplace else, we had drinks. I took him to it was during NFT NYC oh, week, yeah. so I took him to some events and then we went back to the hotel and we were hanging out. And it's like, but I love I love that opportunity to get to know people. And like one of the things I always tell like newer sex workers, especially when I used to manage people, is that it, instead of trying to create a persona to be to be yourself right yep. because you you can only fake you can only fake it for so long. For, yep. And your real life, your real interests are actually interesting. So like with this mm. guy, we were able to have conversations around Pan- because he was from the continent. So we were able to have conversations around Pan-Africanism. You know, he was like super interested mm. in the experiences of Black Americans in relationship to being ancestors that were stolen. Yep. And to be able to have those kinds of conversations with him over dinner and then at the end of the night, go back to his hotel and give him the got 3000. Yeah. You know, and 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 for him to be like, wait, how, how, how much to get for you to stay for a little longer? Like, you know, it's like, can you stay the night? And and I don't like, I don't do overnights. I know a lot of okay, a, a lot of like sex workers do well, overnight don't appointments you. because I like to sleep by myself. But also, I, ain't I don't want nobody, no stranger. I don't want nobody waking up in the middle of the night trying to put their dick in me. Like, I'm not trying to be like, yeah, I, I like to, I like space in my bed. Like, I don't, oh, I don't. Right. It takes me a long time to be comfortable with somebody. Okay, just wait, to be able to have like you ever
4: fallen in love with a client. Uh, I'm taking that as a yes. Kind of
6: sort of. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, when I had a I had um like a eight-year relationship with a client that was really wonderful. And, you know, it was, you know, he was my sugar daddy. And so we definitely were in love with each other. And, you know, but by the time it was, you know, there came a point when I wanted something more in my personal life than he was able to provide. And so like when, when he broke up with me, um, like I was, I was, I've been really open about the fact that I had ovarian cancer when I was young, when I was in my thirties. And so when the last time that I had cancer, he was like, I really want to be there. I can't be there. Uh, you know, I'm realizing that I love you too much. And so he broke up with me. Wow. But he, but he gave me a six month severance package. A so- <laughs> Not a severance package from a sugar daddy. Yes. Help! In fact, In fact, I was having a conversation with our mutual friend about we were talking about a a celebrity that, you know, who has a bunch of women on retainer. And I was like, two hundred thousand dollars a year is not enough. Because I hope he's also paying the taxes on the on that two hundred k. I know that's right. I hope he's also paying for their wardrobe. I hope he's also um, maxing out their four hundred one k and their Roth IRA at the end of the year. I hope and I hope he's also giving you know paying for their health insurance and giving them a severance package when it's over. Because you're you're putting your life on hold to have an exclusive arrangement with somebody. And so your life and your career, which means that when that's over, now it takes it's going to take time to get back into yeah. the game and start being able to, $200,000 ain't shit. But I wanted to ask like, you that
5: then, in terms of even being in those situations, right? How do you leave being sugared and making money from having sex to doing it out of love where there's no money involved? And maybe you're doing it or have you ever? Yeah. I mean, connection. Uh, you know, I've wait, I definitely have broke have what? Like, out of love. What about you still get taken care of by Richmond? Yeah. No? But th- I mean, yeah. not everyone can just keep bagging in Richmond. There's oh wait, wait. I thought that, you were talking about that guy. There, there's oh, a lot just of them. In general. You know, I'm I like, think in, in general, know. just no, in I'm relationships. In, in relationship yeah, I mean, periods. Yeah.
6: I mean, I've had, I've had, you know, several ongoing, you know, I'm I've constantly been in relationships. I used to be a serial monogamous, so I'm I'm ai am a, I'm a Recovering serial monogamist, I'm like definitely not interested in being in a relationship. Stop DMing me asking me if we can be in a relationship. (laughs) Um, But, but I, you know, it's, it's just different. It's like, for me, the money is the, is the, is the dividing line. It's the line in the sand, right? It's like, because I, I show up for my clients in ways that in similar ways that how I show up with my partner, with a partner. Yep. Minus the emotional labor, right? right? Minus the, you know, it's like I'm not necessarily cooking dinner for you if you're a client, you know, because we're gonna go out to eat. Yep. Like I'm not going to, you know, I'm not interested in, you know being around your kids. Being around your kids. <laughs> nope. Mm. Not, you know, it's like but the but that yeah it's, like a good it's job. Not, it's not it's not that hard for me to be able to make that transition back and forth. And also I've I've been in a lot of like ongoing long-term relationships while also doing sex
4: work. So it's, for me, it's just- How have you been uh, able to navigate that? Did you ever have a partner that was like- I feel like we have a lot of things of like, well, what did you do when he was mad? But can you tell us someone that like celebrated it and was excited about it for you?
6: Yeah, um, I was dating this guy. He, he, you know, and in retrospect, like he should have been a, um, well, there's a couple people. I had one person who should have been a one-night stand and wound up being four years. That's a whole nother Oh, we all got it yeah listen, we all got that job. listen you know discernment and we don't is a know why we kept going <laughs> like, <that day>. what <laughs> the hell discernment is a, is a lot but i yes. had you know i had somebody that i dated for a while who was really hype about like you know everything i was doing like i met him at a time when i was starting to write when i was starting to do college lectures when i was starting to do when i was with the punani poets like it's like you know so your, would, what are your lectures about um i lecture about you know well usually it's anything and everything having to do with porn and sex work, particularly around my career. I do some stuff about finance. Like I've done, I've taught a class on economics and sex work at UCLA.
5: I wanted Uh, to ask you that because you brought up NFT. I wanted to know if at any point, and this could be brief, but if you ever thought to make any of your porn an NFT and if that was a conversation. There's a pornography
6: NFT company, poke me. Yeah, there's a few of them. Um, I I have, I'm not quite there yet because I'm trying to figure out what, kinds of additional features people will get with the nfts But i already have some content that's laid out and and set
4: for that i made one did you yeah i made one on tv with shan booty it was for feet so shan filmed my feet smashing into tacos it was crazy and then i brought on ian dunlap if anyone wants to watch it this is episode eight and i brought in ian dunlap who's called the master investor I was like, tell me what to do. And he was like, oh my God, bro. So we had to name the page, go on the site. But the thing that I didn't like about it, there was a tangible item, which would have been the food itself mm. that I smashed my feet mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. Some people make it panties, whatever. But for me, the reason I wasn't a fan of it is because you get actual like different currency, right? You get something called Pokins. So whatever the site has that's selling the porn NFT, it's its own currency. Mm-hmm. And for me, I want to do an actual dollar exchange or something like that. You know what I'm saying? So I was going to donate it, but then it ended up not going out. But I was like, yo, when I was thinking about it, if I donated my feet for charity, what the fuck? Yeah. What
5: if they only give me 200 bucks, bro?
6: Yeah. I have a, I have a hard time with it, with NFTs because of the fact that crypto is, is so like, you know, it's so volatile, you know? And so it's like, for me, it's like, well, if I sell this to somebody for $200 and then, by the time I get ready to transfer the money, it's only worth like fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. Then, what did I just do? Like, I'd rather just take.
4: I like, sold my pussy and the stock drop. Right. <laughs> I
6: right. bought AMC
4: and right. now my pussy is thirteen dollars. Right. Like that can't yeah. happen to me. And that's and that's real.
6: Like that's a that's that's one of the big problems that I have with like everybody keeps talking about crypto and and NFTs as a way of being able to circumvent the issues with Mastercard and Visa, but it's like. Not everybody has. That's not a viable option for people.
5: Well, we you also know, talking about market rates. Is there market rates for pussy? And how did, yeah. how did how are those rates looking like today? Like you talked about, what the blowjobs are in yeah. porn, but in terms yeah. of sugaring or escorting, like what
6: are like yeah, the market I, rates? I mean, the market going for today. The market rate va- dep- It it, va- it varies depending on your location, right? So in New, York, in New York, huh? in New York is high. <laughs> New York and DC is high. Okay. When I was living in LA, I used to fly back and forth once a month, like just so that I could I would make all my money. I don't here. get
4: it. LA yes. wasn't having
6: expensive. L- LA LA don't care about black people. The, I the clients know that's right. they don't. The are not interested in black women. Nope. like I mean the the there's some Or big booties. Like if they just come to New York yo, and they want you've got so many
4: black them. areas. Our warhive taught me that. Yeah, like I was kind of on that shit too, but then like I learned black LA. And now that I just stick to it, I'm like, it's excited different. about well, it. the niggas in Compton ain't dropping fifteen bucks on pussy. It's Park. There's, there's, it's
6: Baldwin Hills. It's fucking West Adams. Yeah, like, I mean, it's it's there's there's you get a few people, you know, you get you know a lot of celebrities, athletes, you know, you get your there's a small percentage of black, you know, wealth in yeah. L. A. That is also interested in spending money sex on work, yeah. sex workers, mm. on black sex workers. I mean, you know, they're really looking for people who are more Who are more light skinned, more more ethnically ambiguous. Like they're not looking for black women. You know what I'm saying? I'm a black woman. So they're not, they're not really checking for me. But if I go to Atlanta, Atlanta, the guys are looking to spend less money. Like they want to spend between 500 and 800. You know, they might want to do a half hour because if your rate is a thousand, they want to try or 800, they want to do a half hour just so that they can try to like, you know, navigate. They 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 can try to get in there. Um, and like, I don't do, I used to do half hours because I want to be able to see black men, but I don't do that anymore because it's like a half hour is not a half hour. A half hour is really like 45 minutes. Yep. So, because we got to have a conversation. We got to get to know each other. We got to catch a vibe. Not unless they're too many, man. And even then, like, for a lot of them, because these they're fans, they've been watching me in porn for so long. They get intimidated oh and they get, like, anxiety, you know, performance yep. anxiety. And I'm like, I'm not going to be sitting here sucking your dick for 45 minutes. That's not my job. That's, I mean, it's my job. But, it's right. That but, is it's, but, but that's not my job. Like, actually. <laughs> you know, i
4: wondered that with, like, sex workers that are porn actresses, like, I would see it a lot on Twitter when they'll like put their city dates. Mm-hmm. And I've always took taken that as like, okay, this is like sex worker shit. I'm in the tour. You know they what I mean? Sh- now don't give me a Twitter name now and
6: put the city that they in with the yep, date. Mine has NYC. See? like, Like... <laughs> like, like. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but but New, like New York, D.C., Boston, the rate, the going rate is between like 1,000 and 1,500 an hour. Yeah. Um, some people will do half hours. I'm seeing a lot of younger women now who are doing, you know, like a two or three hour minimum or a dinner date, you know, dinner date minimum. And I think a lot of those people are tend to be people who also are pro- probably have a day job. Or so that, you know, or they're, you know, they don't have to have the, um, they don't have to do volume, right? You know, but you do see some people who, you know, are willing to, you know, to book for still for 500, you know, 400, 500, 600 an hour because they can make it up in volume.
1: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment,
2: Zumo play.
5: Do you have a max of dicks in a day?
6: One. Oh, uh, one a day. One a day. Okay. Thin- and I don't even like. Why I don't work is it the there. energy? It's the energy. I'm grown. Like I don't really. I don't have that. I don't have the energy to do all that. I was like, gonna say. You know, I think man. it more than is money. It's like. Damn, I bet you just feel like I need to I have other shit yeah. to do. And also, like, dick, and also, dick, it's hard. It's hard now that I'm. You know, now that I'm doing cool. like I'm. You know, my as a community organizer. I'm constantly having to switch back and forth between my sex work brain and my, like, educator, my educator brain. And so, like, you know, like, Last week, I had a call with the L.A. County Health Department about doing a monkeypox vaccine clinic and Medicaid enrollment program. Like like we're going to actually get because the work that we do (laughs) with the BIPOC collective, we have a lot of people who come to us for financial assistance and they're looking for money for meds, therapy, HRTs, like, you know, like things like that. And it's like we can only give out so much money like we have if we give give somebody five hundred dollars. And they're unhoused. Like that money's not gonna, or if go or if they need, they need groceries and meds, like that that shit's not gonna go. It's it's gonna go fast, and they're still gonna need meds next month. Like, do you know what I'm saying? So I was, you know, it's it's a long term manifestation for me. Like I've been wanting to do a Medicaid enrollment program for a while, and they reached out to us about the vaccine resistance around monkeypox, which I was like, you know, at the time you had to have like. What was it? Um, you had to you identify it. You, you had to be a man or a trans person who had sex with men. It, yep. Who also was having commercial sex, anonymous sex, or was unhoused. Yeah. And I was like, well, in the you can't, you're not going to reach black and brown men if they're not out as being as yep. being gay. And you're asking trans people to, to like disclose that they're trans. Right. So, it's and, and also, how about like the, the sex work women who assist women who are sex workers or the black, black and brown women who, because of cultural stigma, don't know that they're having sex with somebody who's bi. I have to or, give a shout on DL, this.
4: Yes. I'm working with the Florida Health Department for an event on October 7th in Orlando. It's called Risky. It's a dinner seven to nine for AIDS awareness. All women, no men. And I remember when I, you know, got the offer, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then I'm like, but honestly, when do women talk about AIDS awareness? You know, We don't. We don't. We don't. You know, like we're talking about it amongst our gay friends generally, because maybe either we're having more experience with them being aware about it or Mm -hmm. being on prep and things like that. But. We don't talk about that shit. We don't talk about really? it at all.
6: And that's and for me, it's like, you know, when I was talking to them, I was like, look, I'm like, this is something that we've been wanting to do. If you have access to, to Medicaid navigators, you know, enrollment navigators, and you can bring them to the table, because I think a lot of sex workers don't know that they could qualify for medicaid based on how much they're because you know it's like we talk about only fans but it's like the average person is only making 120 dollars a month on only fans
4: yeah so, so you you make me want to talk about something you guys remember the ig model i think her name was gianna that got hiv really badly mm-hmm. i wrote a comment on hollywood unlocked basically she was talking about how she'd been raped a few times and she was homeless and people were like well how did you not know you had hiv so long and one of the comments Human i insurance. said insurance said this i said yo A lot of people... She's like, how could you not go get tested? I'm like, a lot of people don't have access like that. And when I say access, I don't just mean insurance. People are like, oh, there's a free clinic. Like, the access to understand. Think about what this podcast does. How people now figure out... We've shouted out the gyno that we went to, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, people Mm -hmm. are not really experiencing relationships, friendships, or communities where you're learning about how to get healthcare access. That's a real fucking thing. So when you say it, Oh, so and so can walk into a free spot. People don't even think this shit is real. Sometimes, like they right. don't know
6: how to do it. And and it's like you have, you know, to go into those free clinics. It's like you're, you're talking about, you know, the you know the cost of being poor, right? It's like you might have to be in a free clinic for like ten t- hours. Ten hours. Yeah just to get tested nobody has 10 hours to be there like when i was on this this monkeypox call the woman was talking about like it's like they were like oh you have to have a computer to go online to to schedule for an appointment and then we send you a text message and i was like so you're expecting the people to have access a to the internet and a phone and a laptop and a phone and have their phone on all the time like how, like people don't like there's there's times when because i don't have i don't have my my phone service set up on on autopay right because i don't like to for money to just disappear from my bank account so So it's like, but there are times when I'll wake up and I'll be like, oh, fuck, I forgot to pay the phone bill. Like, let me let me pay it real quick. And it's like, but I have means to be able to do that. What about people who don't have that means? Like you're expecting them to have this access for when you finally decide to get around to to texting them about an appointment. But also
5: the way they were like doing specifically like the queer and how you identify sexuality wise. That was why this summer, especially because New York, it was hot out here. I didn't really go to the sex club yeah, because even lifestyle and being that it was something that yeah. was just touch to touch. A lot of the clubs that I go to, they don't ask you if you're straight. So there are no. a lot of people that are queer. I'm, I'm I mean, I am deal with men and women. And again, so even yeah. lifestyle wise, you don't know what you don't everyone know. does. But also asking who people if they're
4: straight or gay is probably going to be problematic. It, it's, pro- it's problematic. One, yeah. two, even if they are straight and not gay, that doesn't guarantee that we won't get monkeypox, and I think right. there's going to be a huge surge in the hetero community. Yep, because everybody just thinks getting. Well, they
5: said it's yep. down sixty
4: percent, so they are yep. getting
5: in control of it. Yeah, which
6: is I mean, good. I mean, it's it's hard, but 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 to go back to the original question about like how do I, you know, like the way that I, because I don't, I see fewer clients these days than I than I used to, so I might see somebody, you know, I have this one person that I'm seeing once a month, and then I have, and then and that's you know, somebody might reach out to me, but I'm really picky. Like I have I have protocol. Niggas what are your protocols? Um so I I run people I, get, I do a full background check, I do a criminal background check, I run them through the sex offender registry. Um because I, I want to make sure that I know that the person that I'm that's going to see me is not violent. Mm-hmm. Um you know at, at least on paper. How much do you have to pay to do that yourself? Um there's a couple of resources that yeah. I There's they're they're no, not free. Gotta they're, I'll, I'll, I'll send you some some stuff. I'm just curious for the yeah. ballpark for people that will maybe want like like t- like twenty dollars a month. Okay. for one platform, and then there's blacklist. There's like there's like um where all the sex workers come sex together sex workers go and, on share. and they share like information about about um bad clients. I know a lot of, of those, those went that away. Shit was wild. A yeah. lot of
4: them went away during SESTA-FOSTA. sesta Fosta.
6: A lot yep. of them went away, but there are still options out there. Um, so I, I, do that. And then I also like, I look at their social media because sometimes I don't use social media for screening, um, alone but i do look at social media because i want to get an idea of who this person is right because mm. people they you know they show their ass on social media like they the do? comments i look through their Maybe. through their tweet their tweet their replies yep. i look through the types of stuff that they're liking you know and and then i also i take a deposit and you know i take a 30% deposit because oh, i that's right. because i'm i'm not going to waste my time getting ready for somebody to to, not, cancel. to cancel or no show and and it's a non-refundable deposit they get one time within 3 months to rebook um, and I also need proof of COVID vaccine, you know, vaccine also because, because we're still, you know, COVID is still in these streets, this, you know what I'm
4: saying? This is amazing. And I'm going to be real with you. I think a lot of men just think when they see that someone's putting their city or dates that they're mm-hmm. like, cool, I'm going to yep. come through, like, she'll look me up and see. I get mad people who will tell me that That's like, what,
6: I, what sure. I'm asking for is too much. And I'm like, well, well, then go to somebody else, then go to somebody else because You know, like, fortunately, I make you comfortable, like make me comfortable. comfortable. And I tell guys this all the time. I'm like, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, you know who I am. I don't know shit about yep. you. And I'm still a woman. You're you're a man. Like you're asking me. And to, we're about to be alone. We're about to be alone. Hello? You should want me to be comfortable. You should want, because really a lot of the screening for me is about compliance. Yeah. If you're willing to give me the information that I ask for with no problems, we don't have to go back and forth. You're just like, here you go. Oh, here's the screening form. Here you go. And they just and you just do whatever I ask, then I'm more likely to want to see you because yep. now you made you made this a lot easier, but you should want me to be comfortable so when, you when
4: can get you get what you want goes goes away for a moment, I think men will realize that. I had a guy tell me recently that I fucked years ago. He said uh, I don't even remember doing this, but we were in Miami and he said that there was like a a two bedroom suite and I said, "Are you sure no one's in here?" and I opened the door to check when he was in the bathroom, and I remember he was like, "Are you trying to look through my stuff?" I was like, "No, I just want to make sure no there's one else is in the, is the room." Here. Yeah, he told me because I ran into him years later. It was Super Bowl weekend. I saw him. He was like, "You know what makes me think of you? Every time girls come to my house, I be trying to make sure they know nobody else is in here." He was like, Cause yeah. "I do want them to feel comfortable." Yeah, that was like the highest compliment because because shit like that happens. Like you know, there's there are there's always
6: that situation where somebody is trying to set a woman up on some bullshit you know what I'm saying like especially sex workers especially if you are a substance user it's like and and women should be checking like you should just the same way that you if you put your glass down
4: in the club and Bro, you walk away you know you should check that shit up I was at the box last night and it's fashion week so if the club is packed there's a dark room in the box where everybody does drugs mm-hmm. I could hear a girl this guy was like do you want to do a bump and she's like Bump of what? And he's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's coke. She was like, can you do it first? And right. he's like, oh, I had a lot. And she was like, I'm good. And the girl walks out. And I was like, good for you, bitch. I hope you find your cocaine. That's right. That's I, right. W- but yeah. I, like yeah. if the dude like you're, it wants you to do drugs with him but won't do the drugs, I was like, yo, shout out to this bitch. And I remember That's looking right. at the guy all night, wondering like, oh, should I like watch the women? But now I'm also drunk, so I'm getting my mom brain on. I'm like, oh, I want make sure none of these girls pass. I want to make sure they're okay. But, yeah. but like, can you... Yeah. Just imagine, just thinking you're having a good time, going to a dude's hotel room, and bam, another dude comes out to fuck you. Yep. That's what I was thinking oh, about. Yeah, or, or a group of dudes. Because that happens too. I appreciate mm-hmm. you, like, sharing with everyone a lot of tips for sex work. And also, like, obviously, I know I made the outline, so we never get to it, but Talking about porn, what would you say, before the internet? is Before the internet, yes Sex before sex the, the, internet the
6: internet. It's fucking nuts. It's nuts. You know, and it's funny because, you know, I, I remember I did, a, um, I did an event with um, Vanessa Del Rio um, here in New York, one of my first big trips to New York. And we were having a conversation about what it was like when she first started. In the 70s. And the going rate Jesus at Christ. that time was $150. But inflation, that was a lot back then. That was a lot back McDonald's then. McDonald's had but, burgers but also, for like 20 cents. But also not because, you know, the porn industry is one of the few forms of sex, of entertainment that does not have residuals. So That's people right. like Vanessa Del Rio or Jeannie Pepper, you know, who are still alive, who are, you know, in their 60s or or older, they are their movies are on the internet and they're not getting any money from that, right? So people are.
5: That's
4: know, the crazy shit about that's like the crazy. Only shit. fans came out and Now we can like now we can monetize because
5: well, it's a it's a subscription, but it's the same thing that's no, happening. I mean, can, like, like
4: get get our dollars back. Get like, our dollars. Like, it's I mean, back, it's, right? like, it's, like, but
5: yeah. it's happening now with the internet. Like actors are actually not seeing residuals anymore if they're yeah. going. If they're shooting streaming anything on streaming, Mm -hmm. so anything that you shoot on Netflix, anything that you shoot on HBO Max, any of those streaming platforms, if you're on there, you're not getting the residuals. Like say, everyone who is on Family Matters, right, or The Cosby Show, and all these, they're still getting checks to this day.
6: Yeah, and it's and it doesn't happen. I mean, like the you know Napster when Napster attacked the music industry and the porn industry simultaneously. The, the music industry was suing like, I remember there was a case where they sued some teenage boy in Seattle for like a million dollars right the oh. porn industry was so cocky that they thought that they would never be impacted by by, 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 the, internet. by the internet wow and, and as a result Pornhub Hub X2, X2 Red 2 X and X now oh, they have oh, their oh, own oh, little shit, creator platform and now they have their own creator yes. platforms but they had to because of the mass pushback of you're not paying people this is all stolen content
5: yeah porn stars. Are one point all just started making their own website. Yeah. So yeah. we like like I remember and that was probably like the, the late 2000s where I started seeing porn stars say hey don't watch any of my porn yeah, on any of these yep. sites. Please come to my actual website mm-hmm. and purchase through me because I, I get say, my, bro, my actual money. It is
4: kind of nuts. Like I just was thinking for a second you know I was just really excited because we talked to so many OnlyFans girls and sex workers and I'm like damn Someone that's been through it all. Also, I know a lot of the shit you talk about. I can't believe we lived through this shit. Yeah, yeah. But, but also it's, it's
5: like
2: wild. changed every
6: decade. It I has. know it has. Damn I yeah. mean, I, I was one of the first black women with a solo model website back in ninety nine. I wow. my website. 99.
4: 99. They dialed up. Yeah,
6: and 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 I I owned a webcam company and in ninety nine where and people it was, it was it was so crazy because we used to have to teach. I would teach models to to move in a way that would allow it to the look like. The Wi-Fi, fluid. so it didn't look like it was a so, leg. So it wouldn't be tri- it wouldn't be like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Because we we were running a T one line into my guest house, but the on the other end there were people who were still on twenty no, eight. not now you aged yourself. Di- dialogue You
5: just aged. That that is yeah, wild. Yeah. But, but that, wasn't
4: that wasn't that long ago. Is a That's wild. what. I but think. we were like doing That's like funny. this, like <laughs> real slow. Yeah, right. uh, I almost said Lisa Lampanelli. Who's the white Lisa? <laughs> Lisa Ann. Lisa Ann. Lisa Ann. <laughs> Why did we get into this? With her. Fuck. This is nuts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we, but, but we really had to
6: like, we had to teach models how to move
4: kind of like, so that <laughs> on the other can. end, it would look fluid when they downloaded it. it was <laughs> now crazy. that we have 5G, can you right. tell people where to support you today online, if any place? Hell
6: yeah. Um, Single dot is the place to find all the places to find me on the internet. Yeah, that's SingleinBrooklyn. right. Single So you can go there, you can find the OnlyFans, you can find the cam- the cam site that, I'm, that I sometimes, when I feel like it, you know get on um, you can find links to my sex panther so that you can you can call me text me video chat with me That's cool. um, you know all all of the things my social media everything is right there along with if you want to watch any of my other interviews you know download some pictures
4: y'all blah 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 I like really enjoyed talking about the 1900s <laughs> 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 don't worry I was born in too. <laughs> anyway <That's right. laughs> if y'all want to support us HorribleDecisions.com backslash no Patreon.com backslash horrible decisions. Um, we have our town hall every month where yep. you can see Mandy and I face to face. We've got merch. And we honestly do all of our, we call them ketchup and mustard now. Cause I love a plan. Yeah. But those are the episodes that's basically I have no outline with. And so. And then also if
5: you guys want merch like you see behind us here, go to whorehive.com and get your merch. You uh hopefully we have some new designs coming soon, but. Uh, we always have our segmented shirt, our tie-dye shirt. We got the hat. So go on over to whorehive.com. Yeah. And it. Cinnamon, thank you so very much. Thank you for having me. For joining me. us. This was amazing. Appreciate you so much. Yes. Oh, so much. Hope I that you guys it. enjoyed this episode as well. Um, and this has been yet again,
4: another episode of Horror Decisions. Bye, y'all. Bye. Yeah, ho, 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 ho. Um. Yeah, so who knows? Maybe I'll meet a hot Spotify exec. Ooh. Not, ooh. I, that's honestly Not the old. only reason I kind of like going to events because i just be like, who am I going to meet? Because I realized, and I'm going to say this before we get to vanilla shit because vanilla shit's a good one. i be fucking with a lot of niggas that aren't necessarily well to do. And we had this conversation all together after the link up. <clears throat> we all went to eat and I was talking about how i I really be fucking broke niggas. And Brent was like, I think that's because you just like, feel like you don't have time for niggas with money because they're so used to bitches working hard for them, right? And he didn't, he didn't get Kevin Samuels on, on me at all. He was like, but it's not like you don't want dudes to take care of shit for you. He's like, so why do you think it's attractive on the other side? And I said, I think that I'm low-key attracted to guys that aren't necessarily the Casanova of the crew because they're not scared to show how much they like me. Like sometimes when like rich dudes or athletes, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not saying they don't, be trying to holler at me, but like. We, I mean, we had this conversation
5: literally just yeah, on the regular They episode. don't, they really don't but be on you, my
4: dick too much. You,
5: but you said you wanted an industry dude. guy because you thought it would be easier for an industry dude than
4: a regular guy. So okay. now it's the opposite? No, 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 I still do. But I'm saying, he's like, why do you think you've been like having these run-ins with, like, you know, think about hospital dick or the skater dude or whatever. He's like, why do you think this is happening? And I said, I don't think industry dudes or rich niggas necessarily be the ones that give me the same energy. Like I like guys that like me. You know what I'm saying? Like if I, I, when, when someone's giving me that energy, I'm like, yeah, I'm waiting. And sometimes they got rich niggas got too many options to where, like Brianda said something to me that I really liked. She's been dating a lot. And she said, if I go on a, if I have a date scheduled with someone and they don't, seem excited about the date or text me that day or screenshot the reservation, I cancel. She's like, I'm not really into someone that's going to hit me up right before. Like, I want someone that's on it. And she was like, because that's the energy that I'm actually interested in investing in. And I was like, I feel that. That's a little dramatic, but I know what she's saying with that. Because we all want someone that feels excited to see us and feels like they're lucky to be taking us out somewhere. But I got it. I do especially if I say yes to going out with you?
5: It's, it's strange. Maybe it'd be just because I have like, I actually really hate my phone. Mm-hmm. So I like when it's literally just a, Hey, where you at? I'm going to pull up on you or Hey, what you doing? Do you want to pull up on me? I realize you like that. I hate texting. I don't want a nigga to text me on it. Because I don't respond.
4: No, so, I like I like planned. And you I'm surprised you don't you don't like planned because you're a planner. I mean
5: I know I like a planned date, but like like I've literally been like I and I've realized it's more like that when I see I have free time mm-hmm. I'll be like, Well let's do lunch. Like I've done that with Black Jesus. Like shit, I just finished recording and I'm stressed and he'll be like, Well pull up, I'm at Dumbo House. We'll eat here.
4: That's like, that's that's I'm our first realizing. date. You're, you're talking about something different. No, though. but
5: no, I'm just saying I don't need the texting. I don't need the hey, so excited to see you or reservation. Like, I know what's happening. I'm, I realized how much of a non-responder I am in text messages now because I really just hate my phone.
4: I mean, I if I'm lessons, dating I some, you're dating messages. Black Jesus already so you guys can find pockets yeah, but, to see each but other. I, but you don't like when men send you reservations? Seriously?
5: No, no, I didn't say that. I'm talking about the texting, screenshotting me and like the, the texting, I realized I am not into whatsoever. Like, I'll FaceTime you or we can link up to talk. I realize how minimal I am in talking. Yeah, to I don't somebody. need.
4: I don't need a lot of thread. I'm talking about someone showing that they're like. I I don't know. I, I I agree. If I'm if I have a date with someone Friday, actually I did have a date last week. I went to the Short Stories Hotel or two weeks ago. The dude, our date was at five, around twelve. He's like, Hey, Gila, looking forward. Um, I'll be there at five. Are we still good? And I was like, Oh, I I like this. Okay. Like I, I I do appreciate that. Not on some like corporate worky shit, but I do think sometimes it's nice to feel like, you know, you're, you remembered me or I'm a, I'm not an afterthought, I guess. Um, okay. I want to talk about something real quick that I didn't put in the outline, but I just found this on the shade room and I could not believe this bitch. Did you see the Erica Banks clip? Of her saying what she wants people to look like that go out with her. No, Erica Bank is the girl that's a rapper that I was know like pussy. No, what I'm saying for everybody else is you. Ugh. So, someone recorded this from her close friends, and they just posted this. And this is what she said. This is basically what. she said.
1: From BBC Radio Four, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip.
2: Zumo Play.